I had been kind of brought up and programmed to suppress everything. So I didn't really do I just carried on with life. It was just one more big trauma, but it was another trauma and Awekenge, this is Mental Meters, hosted by Asago Toto. So, so um, I read on your profile on Portsmouth that you lost your mother at a young age. How, how were your feelings that time? Do you do you even recall? Well, I had been kind of brought up and programmed to suppress everything, so I didn't really do. I just carried on with life. It was just one more big trauma, but it was another trauma. And all we'd done my whole life was just suppress it and just not talk about it and just carry on with life. So that's what I did. That's powerful. I, I feel like in nowadays we are taught to suppress our emotions, suppress how, what we feel, but at the, the end results are not good. You, you end up not knowing what, how to, to respond to certain things because we are in at a young age we were told just to suppress those those emotions yeah, so that's what we end up doing so yeah i i became an adult who was very afraid all the time i was scared on the inside i didn't necessarily look it on the outside but it wasn't until i was actually in my late 30s that i realized that it was my childhood stuff that was still inside of me that i needed to deal with and the way I worked it out was I was actually in a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at my boys' school. And mm. they were really self-confident, self-assured women. They were very different from me because I was the scared mother on the inside. And they had told me I'd done something wrong. And I didn't think I'd done it wrong. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong. But my mind just spinning. It just spun out of control over and over. It just said the same things, you know, the things that I'd done wrong, the things I'd said, the things they said, what I could have done different. I just couldn't stop my mind spinning until about three days later. And that's when I realized, first of all, I realized I don't think it was normal, right? Most people I don't think would have their mind spin out of control. It was something that really hadn't actually done anything wrong. But I also realized at that point that it felt a little bit like how I would react when my dad would tell me I'd done something wrong. So that was the key for me to notice, okay, maybe something from my childhood is still affecting me. So maybe there's something else I can do. And so that is where things started to change. Would you say that interacting with people who have dealt with, let's say, dealt with their traumas, people who had been able to express express their emotions, get, gave you enlightenment on take taking a step forward in terms of your me mentality. I think people who have been programmed to allow those feelings to come out after a trauma, they don't store them quite the same way, but it, it all goes back to childhood, right? It's how you taught yeah. to do it in childhood. So if you've, most of society suppresses. So we end up with all this, this anxiety inside of us and we don't know that it's there. 
until something like that happens, right? Until some point where we realize, okay, maybe there is something happening from childhood. And I didn't know what to do at that point. And I think a lot of people don't, but I happened to go to a doctor's appointment. Now this was a holistic physician. So he knew more things than most doctors do. And he was also a parent at my boy's school. So so he happened to know me from outside of school as well. And he recognized that I was more stressed than I should have been in my situation. Mm. And he asked me on a scale of zero through 10, what my stress level was. And that's when I said, okay, it was an eight. And the reason why, because he asked me why, it was because of finding my mother dead when I was 19, because mm. the tears from that event were still just under the surface all these years later. So it's now two decades later. And I hadn't dealt with them. The tears were still just there. So he happened to know this technique that is called EFT, which is short for emotional freedom technique. It's also called tapping because we're tapping on certain places on our body as we're talking through something. And I, he tapped with me for about 15 minutes about my mother's death. And I walked away from that doctor's appointment being able to, to tell the story of her death in my mind for the first time ever without mm. all that emotion, there, all that energy in there. And that's when I realized that the our past, that our traumas, that our emotions and memories, they're all stored physically inside of our body and that we can let them go. I, I had no idea up to that point that that was even possible. So that was the beginning for me. So you, you titled your book, A Path of Insight. What? And inside, why why was the name? Well, what I believe is the original meaning of the word insight is the ability to see inside the body. Mm. And that's what this path was for me. There were three points, three steps along this path. So EFT was the first step and it was probably the biggest step along the way because I went home that day from the doctor's office and I went online and I learned everything I could about EFT because it was given away for free by the person who developed it, Gary Craig. So I learned everything I could and then I tried it out on, I tried it out on a simple thing because I didn't necessarily trust that that one experience with the doctor was, was you know, I thought maybe it was a fluke. <laughs> so I tried it out with a simple thing like my my 17 year old cat his kidneys were starting to fail and we had to give him a daily saline injection. And the first time I gave him one, my hand was shaking so badly. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it every day because it was just too stressful for me. So I tapped about it. I tapped about every shaking. I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat. And I tapped about all the memories from all the injections I had had over the years. And the next day, the needle just slid right in. All that fear that had been living inside of me the day before had totally disappeared. And that's when I realized how powerful this technique is. Even though it looks a little weird, um, it feels a little weird, to be honest. And I don't like the name of it. Emotional freedom technique it sounded kind of silly to me but that's really what it is and that's when I started using it I realized it was really powerful so I started noticing during the day when I felt emotional and I would tap right then I would I would bring myself back to peace 
and I started to change. Things started to change just to become less reactionary. And I wanted it to happen faster <laughs> because mm. I was really determined to become peaceful on the inside. So I wrote down every little trauma, everything that I could think of that had emotions involved from my childhood, which was, now when you're tapping through, I know you've had traumas. It wasn't that one experience with the dog. Um, the memories start to open up. So more details of that event came mm -hmm. to mind. So then I would tap through the whole story, right? From everything that happened that day. And then I would come back to the beginning and tap through it again. And then back mm -hmm. to the beginning and tap through it again. I would keep tapping through the whole story until it just becomes a story, right? There's no emotion left in it. It's no longer a trauma. It's just a story. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you know it's left the body because the energy has left the body. So I worked through that with every trauma from my childhood and things just started to change, started to become more peaceful on the inside. And when that happens, peace comes to you on the outside too, right? So my family life started to become more peaceful. I was more peaceful at school and different places I went. Things just became more peaceful and my awareness expanded. So when I started this journey, if you'd asked me how I felt, I didn't know, right? But as I did more and more tapping, I became aware of my emotions during the day. And then underneath the emotions are a set of physical sensations, right? So imagine you're feeling frustrated. There is actually tension inside the body when we're feeling frustrated and you can become aware of where that tension is. So, eventually I became aware at that level. And then I just, I didn't feel like I needed to use this tapping tool anymore, the EFT yes. I actually just focused on that tension inside. So for me, frustration, I can feel it right across my solar plexus, my stomach area. So I would just feel that tension and accept it and allow it to dissipate. Mm. And I would do that over and over again. I'd start working on collective traumas, like things like nine 11. I don't, I'm imagining you heard about it there, right? We all had our own personal experience yeah. of a collective trauma. So I would bring those memories to mind and just feel them and allow those emotions just to leave my body. And eventually it got to the place that I could actually keep my awareness inside my body mm. after the tension had released, which is kind of really weird. It was really weird at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. It felt different though. I knew it felt different. So imagine you have a toothache or a stomach ache. You can sense where that pain is coming from, but once the pain is dissipated, you can't get your awareness back on the same place because it's not calling your attention to it. I found that I could, I could keep my awareness inside. I could sense, I could feel where there was tension. And then I would start focusing on that and I would feel it. So I'm not thinking, I'm feeling. And mm -hmm. when I fully accept it, when I fully feel it and relax around it, it would release. So now I'm actually inside the body. So eventually I, I just worked around the body, feeling tension, allowing it to release, feeling it, allowing it to release. And eventually it got to the place I could put my awareness inside my head, which was amazing to me because there was so much pain and tension inside my head that had been there my whole life but I had not been aware of it well, until yeah. this point. And then and I started putting my awareness on it, my attention on it, a little by little, it would release. 
And it got to the place I actually felt my skull bones relax. But I didn't, I mean, I knew changes were happening on the inside, but it mm. wasn't until I got x-rays taken that I could actually see, you know, changes from x-rays from 2021 mm. back to 2013. I could see that my skull bones had shifted. Were there any challenges when you you under, you went, you undergo the, the, the EFT? Challenges with the EFT, well, um, it's kind of scary to look through your childhood right some of those memories aren't fun to look through <laughs> um, right but for me that experience with the cat injections right mm. that that one example showed me how powerful it was and made me really see that there was another side right that the fear just lives inside of us and if we can release it it's gone so i really started to see the emotions as just stuck energy inside the body it wants to release, but all we have to do is find a way to help it release. And that's what EFT did for me at the beginning. It, it just allows that energy to release. The other tricky thing at the beginning is we're so used to suppressing mm. that we often can't see what it is that we need to work on, right? We might have that fear of looking at a trauma. So then we, we focus on that we can't look at the trauma because we're too afraid to do it. And all we need to do is actually work on the fear of being afraid to look at the trauma, right? There's two layers there. There's the fear of looking at the trauma and then there's the trauma itself. And until we release the fear of looking at the trauma, we can't actually get to the trauma. So it's hard to see that at the beginning and um, because we're just stuck in those emotions, we're stuck in that fear. So. It takes a little practice to mm. fully accept where we are now, to notice those feelings where we are now. For example, um, if we're feeling depressed, we tap on or we use this technique EFT with a phrase like, I'm feeling depressed. It's okay, we're accepting how we're feeling right now. Obviously, we want to get to a place where we're not depressed anymore. But to do that, we have to accept that we're feeling depressed because that releases that inside of us. And then a memory or a thought will come up as to why we're depressed. And then we can tap on that. And then maybe the emotions around that or memory around that will pop up. Then we can tap on that. It's really a layer by layer by layer process as we unravel the whole body. It's safe to say it is not an easy would say is the journey since you 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 tapping in you, in your childhood traumas, whereas you usually as human beings we are afraid to to face our traumas and you, to face our traumas because we because of the of the pain that we endured and the emotions that we will come about. Right, but when you start realizing that it's just those emotions that they're only stuck inside of us, right? The memories are only inside of us. They're not, they're not anywhere else. They're not in anyone else the same way. They're mm. just energy stuck inside of us. They're actually dis-ease on the side. So we'd rather have that dis-ease on the inside or outside, right? I would rather have it be gone. So it's actually really beneficial to look at those traumas and to release that energy because we're releasing dis-ease that way. Mm. So, how does one find spiritual enlightenment? 
Well, I believe it's this process. I mean, clearly I'm not there yet. Most of us are not there yet, but it's just a process because in this process, there's, we, we're lightening ourselves. We're releasing the burden that we've been carrying throughout our lives. And that makes us feel lighter. I remember when I used to feel really heavy because I had that burden, but I don't feel that way anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's one aspect of enlightenment. The other is because I can sense inside the body now and I can sense light and darkness or tension and no tension. And as we release the tension, it's light underneath, right? It was dark, that tension itself is, has a darkness about it. And once we release that tension, it's already light under, underneath. So we're just releasing that light. So I believe that's the process. Going back to, to your book, you mentioned something about the six chakras. How many chakras are there to, to that one can activate? Well, from what we know, there's seven chakras. Some people say eight or more. I don't know, to be honest. I, you know, I sense inside the body, so I'm very aware of the one in the solar plexus. I can feel that. And I'm very aware of the what they call the third eye, the inner eye chakra, because mm. that's what I'm looking from. I'm, I'm looking from inside my head. I'm looking from there to other places inside my body. So I think that's the I prefer the term inner eye because I'm actually looking inside. So it makes sense mm -hmm. to call it inner eye. Doesn't make so much sense to call it third eye because that that kind of implies you're looking outside of yourself. This is just sensing on the inside. It's not the same. For, for so for someone who is looking for let's say it's they um they are stating their spiritual gene so they they look they do research on this thing in in this thing of chakras the sixth chakra the third eye the third eye so what does it help with in terms of spirituality there tapping into the third eye well, a lot of the information out there about third eye, they're talking about um, experiences to, in my mind, they're talking about experiences outside of themselves. Mm. My experience is different because my experience is this is going inside. It's actually grounding myself in this body. What I believe is that the, the soul comes in through the third eye, maybe through somewhere in the center of the head, and it gets tied into the body through the adhesions in the connective tissue, this tension that's stored inside from our past. And as we release that tension, we're actually freeing up our soul inside of the body. And I believe once it's free and happy inside the body, it's going to stay in the body longer. I also believe that we, we're a signal, we tune in to thoughts, we tune into spirit, and the adhesions in the connective tissue, they distort that signal. We can't tune in as well because there's all these distortions in our, in our signal, in our connective tissue, in our body. And as we release that tension from our past, we actually tune into spirit much more easily. So I don't know whether you know, outer world experiences will come to me in the future. I can't talk about that because I haven't really experienced that. What I've experienced is grounding in this body and, and peace in this body. How many years have you been doing the EFT? I started in my late 30s, so probably around 38 and I'm 56 now. So getting on 18 years. I don't, 
I use EFT as much now I because I can go straight inside, you know, instantly. So I do mm. more of the inner work. I'm releasing tension in my bones, in my in my skull and my face. But I used EFT for in, intensely for, I don't know, five years, maybe, maybe more, maybe less. Um, but it was the first couple of years that made the biggest difference. Just working through those traumas was huge. Mm-hmm. So if I, so, in in other words, you were trying to tap on into your into your emotions through the EFT. Yes, and that and the emotions are connected to mm-hmm. that tension in the body, mm-hmm. right? There's just not as much awareness to begin with. So you have to use words. You have to use emotions to access that energy that's stuck in the body. Mm-hmm. So how? How are you able to t- to educate people more about tapping into emo- into your emotions and try not to avoid them? Well, an easy well, an easier way of doing it. I don't know whether it's easy, but it gets easier. Is just asking yourself how you're feeling throughout the day, noticing when you become emo- emotional. So actually, not get caught up in the emotions of frustration or anger or sadness but actually to stand back and say, okay, look at me, I'm getting frustrated or I'm getting emotional, right? There's a little separation there. And that that's kind of the beginning is to be able to notice when you're getting emotional. And at that point, if you have a tool like EFT, it's easy to learn to have a, if you have access to YouTube, I have a video on there that explains everything, hopefully everything you need to know about EFT. It's very simple, very easy to use, very easy to learn. You can then at that point tap, acknowledge what you're feeling, right? So maybe I am feeling frustrated or I am feeling really angry to acknowledge that and just allow the energy of that emotion to flow out of the body. In your, in your own opinion, would, would you say spirituality and mental health, I would say, help each other? I would say they're totally connected. I didn't know that to begin with. All I was in search of was inner peace. So EFT gave me that, you know, it's the name, emotional freedom technique. It mm-hmm. gave me that. And I didn't realize that that was kind of the as part of a spiritual journey, but it, it's totally connected because as I say, I, I believe we're freeing up the soul when we're doing this work. And that's, you know, that's, part of a spiritual path before we we end end the interview do you have anything to say to the guest uh, any encouraging words in terms of tapping into their own spiritual journeys i would say there is so much more to life than most of us know there's so much more depth to life than than i knew right early on i didn't know you could go this deep inside but when you go this deep inside, you actually have a deeper awareness of what's happening outside as well. So you can sense things, right? You can sense people, you can sense the energy around things. You can understand why things are happening in the in the world and that kind of thing. And you can even, you, know, you can hear deeper, you can feel sounds inside the body, throughout the body. So there's just a lot more to life than I knew before. And I think if people know that, then I think they're more encouraged to work through it because they want they want to find what that is. And I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know these changes were possible at the beginning. So 
anyone could do it. I'm certainly not special. I just, mm -hmm. I just had a determination to get there. Mm -hmm. And also determination is something that we, we as human beings, let me not say human beings, some of us tend to not, tend to not have. And also I love the fact that you had consistency in, in the EFT, in, in the EFT because consistency is one of the things that I, I also struggle with in terms of doing in, in releasing every episode, every Tuesday I release an episode, so it's hard. So hopefully the the guests will, are going, sorry, I, I meant the audience are going to be able to, to be encouraged by your story and encouraged by you in terms of consistency. Hopefully, um, I mean, we don't think we have as much, um, we don't think we have as much control over our lives as we really do. And it's all about how we feel because we're emitting that signal. So if we can take responsibility for things that are happening, even if it's like, you know, something we're hearing on the radio, right? We think we have no control over that, but our control is how we feel about it. So if we're hearing something on the news or something that's really um, stirring us up inside, if we can feel those emotions feel that energy and bring ourselves back to peace at that point then changing our future and it's absolutely worth doing